this NBA in-season semifinal betting picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time makes the perfect holiday gift. Game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app today and use promo code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, December the 7th, currently 11.02 on the East Coast. Final four of the NBA season, in-season tournament happening in the Sin City today. And joining me here to help me break down both games, you guys know him as the dawn of the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's hey, Ryan, hey, Rich, hey. Matt, baby, McKee. McKee, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It is the final four. I'm excited to talk about the in-season tournament. Since we do Thursdays, uh, you and I haven't been able to talk about any in-season tournament games yet. So yeah. very excited about that. Also, you mentioned, you know, this is the final four NBA. Uh, one of my favorite lines so far was Matt Moore of the Action Network said it's the final four and the Lakers are Duke. <laughs> yeah i've seen a lot of um well, i guess we could say nba fans and and people uh in the betting industry kind of trying to put you know which type of team or college team some of these yeah. you know, the final four at least in the nba in season tournament uh teams are and yeah i saw duke a lot of people put lakers a- as duke so uh, and yeah. rightfully so, right? Uh, but yeah, and, and I they... feel like the pace Pacers feel like that Gonzaga team or like the Loyola team that has like a crazy run and then ends up make, yeah. maybe making it. You know, the Gonzaga team that makes it to the finals but then gets blown out. I I don't want to you know step on my picks for later, but I do like uh, the, the Pacers to kind of be that team, uh, the, that Gonzaga team that makes it to the finals. So we'll see, we'll see. It's exciting. I'm I'm really excited about it. Yeah, so two games here only on the schedule for the Thursday uh, uh, Thursday docket for the NBA. Obviously, it is the in-season tournament final uh, semifinals. We'll find out who will head to the finals being played in Vegas. I know the semifinals are in Vegas as well, but the finals will be on Saturday night uh, in Vegas as well. If you're out there, I'm a little jello. I know me and uh, McKee were talking about it offline maybe next year. Uh, I know the NBA Gambling Podcast crew can be out there for the uh, in-season tournament semifinals and finals. But, uh, McKee, uh, I think a programming note, or not a programming note, but I think people need to keep in mind that the first game is going to start a little earlier. I think, believe it's at 5 p.m. Eastern uh, for that first game uh, between the Milwaukee Bucks in the Indiana Pacers. And then we'll have the Lakers and the Pelicans in the second game uh, of the doubleheader. 
uh, for that semifinal. So definitely keep that in mind when you are betting these games. But okay, let's dive right into it, my man. Uh, first game we'll talk yeah. about is the Eastern Conference semifinal between the Indiana Pacers. You want to Pacers. talk about anything from last night before oh, yeah, we yeah, dive well, in? Yeah, let's do that. I mean, we got little, time. We have two games, so I wanted yeah. to just say a couple of things. Like, pretty crazy. Uh, you know, Desmond Bain had his career high 49 points mm-hmm. last night, and I, I feel like we ignore the Grizzlies a lot this season for good reason. Desmond Bain still playing like a baller career high. You know, it was, it. Was, I get it. It was against the Pistons. Not as impressive, but still uh, pretty cool. Something to get Grizzly fans uh, excited on this like lame season for them. And uh, I also wanted to mention Luca uh, mm-hmm. past Larry Bird for ninth place on the NBA's all-time triple-double leaderboard. I mean, he had a triple-double in the first half. Luca just looking like a fucking baller right now. Um, you know, we 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 kept saying like, oh, if he could just come into the season in shape, what I would he look like? Every year, he, <laughs> yeah, he finally did it this year, though. I yeah. feel like he finally did it this year, so he's looking great. So, uh, you know, hats off to him, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, there was some incredible performance last night. You highlighted two guys there. Also mentioned. Uh, I don't think it's anybody surprised, but Joel Embiid dropped fifty last night against the Wizards. He's just absolutely owned this team. He scored uh, 48 yeah. plus points in three out of the last four matchups against the Washington Wizards. So I don't think that was much of a surprise. I think uh, we should also mention a career high night for Paulo Pancaro last night 42 points. Yeah, I did have that uh, in his second year, too. It was unfortunately done in a loss to the yeah. Cavs. And I had that written down because, uh, you know, the Brooklyn has replaced the Magic as the best against the spread team. Uh, so far, and uh, OKC has moved ahead them too. Jalen Suggs goes down last night. Other than Paolo, what's happening to our Orlando Magic? They've been like one of our better, you know, a betting favorite this year, and it seems like they're falling off a little bit. Yeah, they've. I think that you know, uh, regression has caught up to them, um, and they're they're really getting off the slow starts now in that first quarter. I think that second quarter they're still doing well. I mean, they did win the second quarter last night, thirty-two to twenty-eight, but it was really that first quarter, McKee, where they were. I mean, that game. I mean, hindsight now, but we can say that was pretty much what it was in that first quarter where the Cleveland Cavaliers outscored the Magic thirty-seven to twenty. And when you're down seventeen points in the first quarter. It's a very uh, tall hill to yeah. climb um, coming back in the NBA. Not saying that it hasn't been done, but I mean, it's it's a little difficult, especially being on the road when you're down 17 points, McKee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaysen in chat is asking you to talk about your Rockets. Any thoughts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, this team, I, I think for the Rockets, the theme has been they've been an outstanding home team thus far this season. There's no question about that. Uh, they welcomed one of the more, I'm not saying surprising teams in the Thunder, uh, because I think a lot of us had expectations of this Thunder team being really good. But for the Rockets, I, I think that, you know, going back to the offseason where they let Steven Silas go, they brought in Emi Udoka, um, they brought in some mm-hmm. veteran players, and I know that a lot of people had issues with the amount of money that they paid Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet, but I think this is the exact reason why you paid those guys to bring, number one, a defensive intensity I'll, I'll be the first guy to tell you, McKee, I wasn't the biggest Dylan Brooks fan, but just watching this guy play on my team every single night, you can see that the effort that he puts on the defensive end, and that was something the Rockets desperately mm-hmm. needed after what's transpired over the last two seasons for this team, where they were one of the worst, if not the worst, defensive-rated teams in the entire association. 
And then you brought in Fred Van Vliet to give you, you know, a veteran presence, maybe, you know, be that leadership guy for guys like Jalen Green and some of the younger guys. Uh, Shane Goon has taken that next step as well. They've been outstanding at Love home. Love Shane Goon this season. Yeah. I'm excited one. about Shane Goon this season. Yeah, he's been so, so good. I, I love watching, you know, his game grow uh, as, it, you know, we go season, season, end game by game. At home, they're incredible. Nine and one straight up, eight and one, eight, one and one against the spread. Uh, unfortunately, on the road, they're zero and eight with the three, four and one yeah. ATS record. That's what's so. crazy about this team is that the fact that the, I mean, uh, it's crazy that a coach like Ime. Did we lose McKee? I think we may have. Um, let's see if he comes back here. But I'll, I'll expand on the Rockets here. Um, I think Case is posting out as well that Shangun is uh, a slim Jokic. Uh, I can get behind that. I know that he has said that he looks up to uh, Nikola Jokic and, and try to you know have his game mirror what he tries to do. And I think we've seen, at least as a Rockets fan, I know a lot of people aren't watching the Rockets, uh, but you know, really Shangun being that guy that translates or tries to replicate his game behind uh, Nikola Jokic. And we're starting to see, you know, his game trying to transpire a little bit. And again, he's having an incredible season for the Rockets thus far this season. So if they're able to fix their home, or sorry, their road woes right now where they're 0-8 straight up, I think that uh, that is going to be uh, something that going, maybe not this season or next season, you know, this Rockets team, We'll definitely be in contention not only for a playoff spot, but I'll possibly also uh, be in that play-in tournament bracket as well. Casey's also pointing out a men is good too, man. Yeah, both. I got to agree with both of those Thompson twins. I didn't know a lot about them um, coming into this year's draft, uh, but I mean, I've seen, I've been able to see that they've been able to, you know, really translate this game, um, you know, at the professional level. McKee's internet just went down, so he's trying to restart. So I'll kind of recap what we saw last night uh, some more uh, before we get McKee back here, and we'll get into the two games here for tonight for the in-season semifinals. McKee mentioned uh, Desmond Bain had a career night, 49 points. Detroit Pistons now have lost, what, is that 18 games in a row now? Um, This is just so bad for this team right now. And they have so much talent as well, right? That front court, we talk about the Jalen Durans of the world. We talk about uh, Isaiah Stewart, Kate Cunningham, Jaden Ivey. I know they got Bogdanovich back as well. So it's been tough sledding right now for the Detroit Pistons. Hopefully they uh, find a couple wins here sooner rather than later. Right now they are 2-19, 1-10 straight up at home thus far this season are the Detroit Pistons. Um, let's see. What else did we see last night? Uh, we already talked about Luka. I'm not sure if a lot of people saw the post game interview with Luca um, and how we came in and pretty much said that, hey, this is a game that we couldn't uh, fuck around with. And he dropped that on the post game uh, interview on TV. And, um, you know, he said, oh, my bad. I thought that was that was that was funny uh, to see what uh, Luca said. But, hey, I mean, they absolutely pounced. On the Jazz last night, 147-97. Like McKee had mentioned at the top of the show, Luca finished with a triple-double, 40 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists last night. Um, and the two latter games last night uh, on the West Coast, the Golden State Warriors had to come from behind in that game. Uh, they were trailing at the half by seven points. Uh, they had a third quarter where they outscored the Blazers 34-31. And then in the fourth quarter, late in that fourth quarter, they pulled away um and got the victory there they outscored the blazers 28 to 20 
uh, in that fourth quarter to get the four-point victory. They came in as that game as a 12-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, did the Golden State Warriors. But again, their woes continue this season at home. They did get this uh, victory at home, but again, against the spread thus far this season at home. The Golden State Warriors are now two and nine against the spread and five and six straight up. So something for us to keep uh, in mind when we're looking at these Warriors games that it's opposite of what we saw last season with this uh, Golden State Warriors team where they were absolutely atrocious on the road. And now they fixed those road woes this season. But now it's they're struggling at home uh, this season for whatever reason. I know they've had a lot of guys that have been in and out of the lineup, uh, you know, Chris Paul injury and, and Draymond Green as well. Uh, Steph Curry has been doing Steph Curry things and Clay Thompson. I mean, I know a lot of people have been out about Clay Thompson as well, but I just keep saying over and over again uh, that he he's coming off of those two injuries with a torn ACL with the, with the, you know, ruptured Achilles. So I think that's, it's, it's difficult to not only get mentally back in the flow of the game, but also, you know, physically get back and maybe who knows, maybe Clay Thompson's best days are behind him and maybe the contract situation is on his mind there as well. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with this Golden State Warriors team. Hopefully they can continue winning if you are a Warriors fan uh, at home. Uh, the second game of the, or I should say the last game of the night, the Denver Nuggets and the LA Clippers. Clippers, get, get hey, the sorry. last night. Hey, there he is. He's back. Uh, I was just talking about the uh, Clippers problem. game. Oh, okay. Cool. You're on the Clippers game. Yeah. Uh, from uh, last night? From uh, Yeah, I talked about the Warriors and I talked about some other games. But do you have any other games you wanted to mention? No, the the Clippers game was the one I wanted to mention. Our, you know, when do we start to uh, get worried about the Nuggets here? Are we worried? I mean, they're the best. You know, Timberwolves have the best record in the league, and they seem to match up the best with the uh, Nuggets. So um, I don't know. I'm uh, kind of looking forward to that Timberwolves uh, Nuggets matchup coming up. Um, what are we thinking? Do you have any think- do you have any concern at all for the for the Denver. I don't think so. I think that when you win a NBA title like that following season, you're going to get the best effort from every single team that you face, whether it's especially That's being true. on the road, right? Uh, because you want to beat the NBA champions. You want to, uh, you know, let them know that, hey, that it's still a tough road to go back to back when you're, when you're talking about winning titles. But um, I, I think for this, um, sorry, this a Denver Nuggets team is that they've been a team that has been dealing with injuries, right? We saw Jamal Murray miss an extended amount of time. He just came back. Aaron Gordon yeah. was also out of the lineup. He was in with a heel issue as well. Um, I think they're going to be okay. I mean, they're still 14 and eight on the season and then another team that has been struggling on the road. So I think they, they will fix themselves. I mean, like I mentioned, you're going to get the best effort from every single team that you face when you are the defending champions. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any other games written down. If you want to get into the uh, slate for tonight, that's uh, I'm excited to talk about it. There's some great games tonight. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, before we do that, McKee, let me tell everyone about Bet Rivers. We're brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. And their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers. So sign up using our link to get a risk-free bet up to $500. Again, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
All right, McKee, the first game on the schedule for tonight, the first semifinal game is going to be the Eastern Conference one, like I was mentioning. Yeah. Indiana Pacers and the Milwaukee Bucks. Currently, the Bucks are a five-and-a-half-point favorite with the highest total, I want to say, in NBA history, I'll have to go back and look that up. But well, I, I, you know, it's interesting. I, I did. I was trying to find that uh, this morning too, and I found an article from Sports Handle mm-hmm. saying that uh, in November, the uh, the two fifty two and a half for uh, it was like Hawks, uh, probably Hawks. I, I didn't remember. It was Hawks Pacers. I think it would have been it the highest. NBA over under in recent history, if not ever. So yeah. I uh, I think that at 257, we can assume that this is the highest in uh, NBA history for uh, a line. November 21st, uh, Hawks and Pacers had a total of Hawks 250, and Pacers, yeah. yeah, 252 and a half. And that game ended with a final score of 157, 152. And no, no <laughs> overtimes uh, in that game. So crazy. Yeah. yeah. Such a crazy game. Uh, let me get to the injury report here, Bikini, and then we'll break yeah. down the game here. So for the Pacers, a uh, pretty clean injury report. Uh, only Jalen Smith is out. And then for the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, both Pat Connington and Jake Crowder are going to be out for this game. They are dealing with uh, a right ankle sprain and then left abductor surgery, respectively, for those two players. But, Bikini, let's start with the side here. Minus five and a half in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks. What are you thinking about this semifinal game? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this game because um, the Bucks last game, they did their best Pacers impression, right? Scoring 146 to 122 against the Knicks on uh, Wednesday or on uh, Tuesday, was it? Uh, Tuesday, yeah. So they are, uh, and the Pacers win against the Celtics. They talked about this a lot on uh, Zach Lowe's podcast with JJ Redick the other day is that the Pacers showed that they can finally play some defense against the Celtics. They got some stops Mm -hmm. and, you know, they don't just have to run the team off the floor. They actually can play a little defense, even though they're what bottom three in defensive efficiency so far this season. Um, I think that when the game's on the line, like a big game like this, they seem really invested in winning this uh, in-season tournament. I really like them here, plus the five and a half, uh, to keep it close. And maybe, you know, might be my dog pick for today is the Indiana Pacers. I I really like them in this matchup. Um, What are you thinking? I like the Pacers here as well. Uh, I know yeah. that the Bucks came out and absolutely took care of business against the New York Knicks. But I watched that Pacers game, and I know you and I have said this multiple times on the pod, is that Indiana is probably the first team on our list when we're watching League Pass on, yeah. on any given night. I was just because... totally locked into that Pacers-Celtics game. It was great. Yeah. And you mentioned it, right? Like they played some defense in that game, but they also closed out the game in their style of basketball, getting up and down mm-hmm. that floor, right? I think it was like less than two minutes left. The game was tied. Halliburton got that four-point play. They got a couple stops, and as soon as they got those stops, they were flying down the floor and getting those easy baskets. So I think that yeah. with a combination of them like playing defense against Boston and still playing their style of basketball, oh, I still think, uh, excuse me, I think they can keep this close and possibly win it outright. I really love this Indiana Pacers team. I'm just hoping they – We're hope seeing they get Tyrese Halliburton 
yeah, and we've seen Tyrese Halliburton become one of the best offensive players in the league. He had his uh, first career triple-double yeah. in that game. So when you're stepping up in clutch situations like that, that's a guy you want to be the leader on your team. I'm feeling really good about this Indiana Pacers team in this in-season tournament. Damian Lillard is going to have his hands full uh in this in this game if he is matched up on Hallie here tonight but I kind of feel like he might be uh, matched up on Bruce Brown but we'll have to yeah. see uh, yeah. that, that's going to that's going to play into one of my props for this game actually but um yeah definitely I I feel like Milwaukee got a little bit lucky in that you know uh, season high 146 uh, game because they were shooting 60 per- 60.5% from beyond the arc. I don't yeah. know if that continues, right? Um, right? And Indiana has done a good job of limiting opponents' three-pointers. Uh, so I kind of, you know, yeah. that's like the one thing they've done okay on defense. So yeah. I, 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 that's why I'm leaning Pacers here. Um, any concerns? I know we'll, we'll get right. I think this dives right into the total here as well. Two fifty-seven and a half. With this being a neutral site, does that play into your handicap of the total here? Where you know maybe both of these teams aren't used to being in a a separate a brand new venue, pretty much because again, no NBA games have been played in Vegas outside of the All Star game. Do you think yeah. that it may take a little bit for them to get used to? the venue and the backgrounds that they may not be used to in Vegas, or do you think I don't that thinks I don't think okay. that's going to really play much of a point of part in these, you know, professionals. Um, I, I feel like they're used to playing on all kinds of different courts. And, um, you know, one note I wrote down is uh, the Pacers, they have a lowest payroll of any team in the league. And uh-huh. hey, this prize, you know, we say, oh, the players aren't going to care about it, but it's half a million dollars to each player on the winning team. Yeah. When you have the lowest payroll on the team, maybe that could be another motivation for them. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that that's going to make them that much hungrier than Milwaukee, but just maybe something that, you know, raises an eyebrow. I think that's a great point that you're making there. And if you watch that game uh, against the Boston Celtics, especially down the stretch there when it got into clutch time, every single one of those players was off the bench, you know, rooting for those guys to win this uh, Mm -hmm. or the starters to win this ball game. And I want to see if these two teams have matched up uh, this season. Uh, Let's see here. So they did match up back Mm -hmm. on November 9th um, in Indiana, I believe in that game ended 126, 124 uh, in favor of the Indiana Pacers. And in that game, Uh, let's see here. Giannis finished the game with 54 points and 12 rebounds. Um, <laughs> Going to play no into Damon. one of my props later. That, uh, uh, yeah, da- that line. No Dame in that game for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and then for the Pacers side, uh, Halliburton had 29 points and 10 assists, 21 for Miles Turner, 26 for Ben Matherin uh, as well. So, uh, all right, what do we think about the total here, McKee? I'm not playing an under here. I mean, yeah, I'm not playing an under, but I feel like this number has gotten away from me at 257 and a half. Doesn't that feel like the most degen thing ever to bet the over on the highest total that's ever been posted for, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like, I don't want to take it, but man, I just want to say I bet the over on the highest total ever. And then it was go over. I mean, it, you know, as you said, it, um, it, that would have barely hit in the last game. 
So last game it ended two, yeah, two fifty. Oh yeah, so it was went under. So yeah, um, but they didn't have Dame. Uh, I'm not I, gonna bet this one, but I do really want to take the over. It, I think. If you want to look at an over, it may be in the first half because I feel like the defensive intensity will ramp up if this is a close game in that fourth quarter. And I knowing, do expect it to be a close game. Yeah, knowing that you have a chance to get to the, the first in-season final. So maybe defense you know, steps up within those final five minutes. The pace slows down a little bit. I think similar to what we saw in the Boston. Yeah, I know Boston and Pacers game that first quarter was pretty much what led to the under, but I feel like that we'll maybe see defensive intensity ramp up in the final five minutes if this is a close game, uh, which I think we both yeah, are expecting. This is going to be, this is going to really feel like a playoff game, I feel like. Oh, yeah, 100%. So it's hard to really say, like, okay, yes, the over has hit in 14 of uh, Indiana's last 16 games, so it's hard to bet an under anytime Indiana is playing. You know, both of these teams' top three in offensive efficiency – Pacers first in pace, uh, yeah. Bucks in the middle of the pack in pace. Both are bottom 10 teams in defensive efficiency. So everything is saying take the over here. It's just that it's the highest total ever. It's so hard yeah. to, to do that. Um. So, yeah, I will. The books are just daring you to take it, you know. Yeah, I'll lean with the over. I'm, I'm not going to play it. Yeah, maybe same. if it gets out to a slow start, McKee, that you maybe want to come back and find a cheaper number on the over. Um, yeah, or if it gets out call. to a fast start and then you want to come back and take the under. So I'll wait for a live number. I think the more exciting conversation will be about player props in this game, McKee. So uh, let's kick it off with our player props in this game. What do you got? Well, first one, not a really, uh, you know, not a star, but I like Bruce Brown over 17 and a half points and rebounds uh okay. the bucks give up the most shots from mid-range outside of 14 feet and that's where bruce brown ranks in the 88th percentile in attempts mm. so i see a lot of mid-range shots coming in this game with bruce brown i think uh there's gonna be a lot more attention on halliburton uh from the defense and damian lillard will end up getting stuck on brown you know they're gonna try to hide lillard on brown yeah. And so I think he gets whatever he wants. Um, also, Lillard is a, is a bad rebounder. So Brown should get some extra opportunities on the glass. That's why I like the uh, combination of the points and rebounds. Um, and uh, he's averaging 17 and a half points in rebounds. Okay. I'm writing that one down because I like it. Uh, Brown is averaging 14 point four points and 6.8 rebounds in his uh, past five games against Milwaukee dating back to the 2022 season. So just like Bruce Brown here, uh, I think he can uh, do some damage against uh, Damian Lillard. I agree. I think that in the earlier matchup back on November 9th, he had 11 points and nine rebounds, but uh, five straight games, he's been in double figures career wise uh, against uh, head to head against the Milwaukee Bucks. And this goes back to his days with the uh, Brooklyn Nets as well. Um, mm -hmm. And he's gone over, like, like you mentioned, 17 and a half points and rebounds in five straight career games against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. As of recently, like you mentioned as well, uh, against the Boston Celtics, he had 13 points and eight rebounds, 30 points against the Miami Heat. 15 and six against the Heat again in those back to back kind of games. So he's done it in three straight games here as well. So I, I really do like this call. 
uh, for uh, Bruce Brown here. What else you got? Well, uh, got to go to Giannis, who had 50 points, over 50 points in the last game when these two uh, teams met. Um, I got it at Giannis over 32 and a half points, but I think some books have moved it to 33 and a half points. Still like it there because the big problem for the Pacers is their lack of defense down low. Um, I think they are uh, by far the worst in rim protection in the league, uh, giving up 40.7% of uh, opponent's shots to the rim per cleaning the glass. So where does Giannis like to eat? Well, down low, right? Like that's where he's going to just rake up a lot of points. Um, he's uh ranks in the hundredth percentile in both usage and shots taken at the rim. So uh I like you know, he put a 54 point scoring clinic on them for he went 19 for 22 shooting when uh in last month. So why not take Giannis here again to just have a monster night, even though that's a really high total at 33 and a half? I'm still taking the over. I think that the theme, or not even the theme is, but when we watch these uh, quarterfinal games, um, and all four of those like games, like the stars were shining in those games, right? Um, you know, we talked about Hallie, Giannis, and Dane both had big games. Brandon Ingram, LeBron, AD. So the stars even are the rising teams to that the lost, occasion. Like Jalen Brown had a big game. Yeah, you know, so so the stars did step up in a lot of these games. Yeah, so I agree with you, Giannis. I mean, look, over his past five games here, head-to-head against the Indiana Pacers, 50, 41, 25, 38, and 54. So, again, like you mentioned, just because or because uh, the Pacers really don't have that rim protection. I know they have Miles Turner, but Turner's been a guy that likes to, you know, hover around the three-point line, and and he'll get your occasional one to two blocks, but I, I just don't think that he's that true rim protection that this Pacers team needs. I also looked at Giannis here, uh, McKee. I took the rebounds over. Uh, I got it last night at 11 and a half, and I tweeted this out last night that I, I knew this number was going to move to 12 and a half, and it pretty much has moved to 12 and a half. But if you take a look at his game log, as far as rebounding-wise and what he's done against this Pacers team, it, it's just he's been in double figures in, I think, I want to say like 19 of the last 20 games. Um, and a lot of those games have flew over 12 and a half rebounds here. And when we talk about a total that's at 57 and uh, sorry, 257 and a half, uh, you're expecting a lot of pace. You're expecting a lot of shots being, uh, put up Mm -hmm. and you're then expecting a lot of rebounding opportunities as well. So, um, 12 and a half right now is the current number. I still like that over, uh, for Giannis. Um, I think this might be a game where Dame also has some success here, right? Um, I know yeah. the last game against the New York. Not a lot Knicks. of defense going to be played on him. <laughs> exactly, 100%. Uh, 28 points in the last game. That number is at 27.5 right now. But again, like I mentioned, the way both of these teams play offensively and defensively, I'm just expecting the stars to shine here. Uh, so 27.5 on Dame here is something else that I did like as well. Uh, what else you got, Mickey, for this game? That's all I got on this game other than, you know, just heads up. Uh, Giannis has had 33 points or more in three of his five uh, last three, five contests. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I expect a slight uptick in his minutes tonight with the final on the line, as I do with all of these star players. As you said, the stars are going to shine. Yep. So, um, yeah, just another note for his over and points. But 
Um, yeah, maybe we look at his uh, points, rebounds combined too when we're building our uh, underdog uh, entry. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll we'll put that together at the uh, end of the episode. I think it goes without having to say it, but I mean, I'm always going to be on Tyrese Halliburton's player props as well. Um, his points and assists are at forty and a half. I wouldn't be surprised again if he's in the realm of thirty plus points and you know 12 13 assists in this game uh, i just think that he's really yeah. going to rise to the occasion here tonight as well i mean there there's we're going to have to pay a little bit of tax on some of these player props uh for this game just because the total is so high but again i just think that mm-hmm. this is going to be a game where you know uh, both uh team stars are going to shine in this game yeah as Kaysen just said in the chat uh he ain't taking any unders versus the pacers you know just the swiss cheese defense and because uh, I was after Owen was asking about uh, possible Middleton unders, but I'm I'm with you, Case, and I'm not taking any unders tonight. I'm I'm not saying I'm betting all the overs, but I'm staying away from any unders. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that for sure. All right, okay. Before we get to the Western Conference semifinal game, uh, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. My favorite Underdog Fantasy pick for today's show is going to be Giannis on the higher for his rebounds. And again, like McKee mentioned, stay tuned at the end of the episode, particularly a Underdog Fantasy entry uh, for both uh, games here tonight. In the association. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Look, it's that time of year where we have so many sports going on at the same time, whether it's NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, obviously the NFL as well. And you want to get out to some of these sporting events. Let Game Time help you out. Let them take away the stress of having to find tickets and just enjoy the experience of being out at these ball games. And if you don't want to go out to a ball game, they also have tickets for music concerts, comedy shows, and theater that are near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Their app is so easy to use, and they have some great features on there as well. They have flash deals and last-minute tickets. The tickets are easy to find and buy for every kind of event in your area. You also get images of your seat view before you actually purchase the tickets because when you actually get to the venue, you won't have any surprises. You know exactly what to expect when you get to the venue. And you're also going to get exclusive flash deals like I mentioned. And the game time guarantee also means you'll get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. Game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And last but not least, we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet. With historical stats and data, enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot 
and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets or craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, McKee, the second game of the semifinals tonight. It's going to be the Western Conference semifinal matchup between the New Orleans Pelicans and the LeBron-led LA Lakers. Currently on Bet yeah. Rivers, the Lakers are a two-point favorite with a total of 231 in this game. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, uh, Larry Nance Jr. and Matt Ryan are going to be out for the Pelicans. And for the Lakers, LeBron is the only one that's questionable, but we know he's going to end up playing in this game. And also Gabe Vincent is going to be out uh, for the L.A. Lakers. Um, the Pelicans went on the road to Sacramento, got the victory there against the Kings, and then the Lakers took care of business. Man, uh, maybe a controversial ending there, McKee, with the timeout yeah. fiasco. Uh, but nonetheless, the Lakers are in Vegas with the Pelicans. Let's start with the side here. Pel- uh, sorry, the Lakers, a two-point favorite here, McKee. Yeah, obviously. Uh, real bummed out that it's not my sons here, but um, you know we'll go ahead and handicap this game anyway. Uh, I really like the Pelicans here. I got to say, Ooh. I think the wrong team is favored. Pelicans showed a lot of grit versus the Kings after going down early in that game, coming back and just really taking control of it in the second half. They have looked genuinely elite when they're healthy, and they are healthy right now for the most part, Uh, especially with the addition of Trey Murphy coming back. Whoa, Trey Murphy, what are we talking about here? You know, But (laughs) this guy, it's been a small sample size, but they're plus 31.7 with Murphy on the floor uh, across 101 possessions. So uh, why, you know, Zion, Brandon, uh, Ingram, McCollum, they're all looking great. And just Trey Murphy's the exact type of guy they have to have on the floor out there with he doesn't need the ball all the time with, you know, with these stars who need the ball all the time. So I think the Pelicans are arguably the deepest team in the NBA right now. And it's frightening how many different guys uh, that can turn the spark on for them each night, you know, with uh, Herb Jones and looking great in the last game. I think, did he have a career high in the last game? Something like that. He was close to it. Um, and so I really yep. just, uh, I'm really on this Pelicans team. Maybe it's just my hatred of the Lakers. I don't know, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but boy, uh, what are you thinking? Would I change your mind if I told you Scott Foster was refing this game? Ah. Uh. Oh no, I forgot about that. I didn't look at the refs. No, I mean I'm still gonna stay. I'm still gonna stay on the Pelicans. What do you what what are you thinking? Ah, it's hard for me to get away from the Lakers because they have been so good to me in this in-season tournament that I've been betting them on uh the spread every single game, and I had a fairly large wager on them against your sons. Uh, to get the job done and get to, you know, the semifinals here in Vegas. Um, I like the, like you mentioned, and we talked about this throughout this week about the Pelicans, that this team is finally healthy and that we, I, I think that personally for me is that I can't really rely on the stats that we've seen season long for the Pelicans just because they had so many guys <clears throat> that were in and out of the lineup, right? CJ McCollum. Yeah. 
was out. I know Brandon Ingram missed a couple games in there as well. Zion being, you know, ruled out for rest or whatever the case might have been as well. And like you mentioned, they got Trey Murphy back. Herb Jones is back as well. Jose Alvarado. These are all defensive guys that can come in and provide length and athleticism and throw f- and, and give fits to not only the Lakers, but any team in the league. So this is going to be a team yeah. that I want to bet on for the regular season. But I, I can't get away from the Lakers here, McKee. I'm going to go Lakers minus two. Right. I think they find a way to get this done and they get to the finals. I'm a narrative guy. I think we've talked a lot about this in the Slack. We can slash be on other sides of it. I get it. Yeah, That's cool. I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't hate the pick, but yeah, boy. All right. I just think the Lakers. The league just wants the Lakers in the finals in the first in-season tournament, and LeBron James and Las Vegas, and no, that's not. That's my conspiracy theory handicap. But I think from an X is no standpoint. I think you you make a great point. I think my more favorite play in this game uh, here, McKee, is going to be the under at two thirty one. Um, oh, yeah, I have the under written down as well. The total has gone under in six of New Orleans' last nine games. Yeah, uh, the under is hit in five of the last six games when uh, LA is playing New Orleans uh, at home. And I think this is going to be, as they said in the chat, uh, Casey said in the chat, this is going to be an LA crowd. It's going to feel like 100%. a home game. For the Lakers. Yeah, 100%. I think that's a great point that Kaysen's making. Again, LA's what? A four-hour drive and like what? An hour um, long flight from Vegas. uh, Sorry, from LA to Vegas. So, um, yeah, I think this is a game where it'll be opposite of what we see in the Pacers and Bucks team where those two teams don't play defense. They like getting up and down the court versus this LA Lakers team and the Pelicans team. I think they match up with uh, uh, each other very well. And I think that when it comes, we talk about pace to the slower teams in the association. So I think this might be a more gutted out type of game, a lower scoring game. We've seen how LeBron plays in playoffs. He's going to play this as a playoff game. He's going to slow things down. He's going to be methodical. He's going to pick his spots. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up Scott Foster's numbers uh, when he's refing the L.A. Lakers. Um, let's see here if I can find it. Um, so in his career, he's – oh, sorry, that's the Denver Nuggets. Um, let's see here. Where are the Lakers? Um, yeah, still 6-6 six and six ATS. <clears throat> so, oh, this is postseason. Let me see if I can find regular season here. Um, so in his career, 36 and 40 against the spread, but let me trim this down from a time period. Um, let's see here. So early on in the career, it seemed like he hated the Lakers. Uh, let's see. 2023. This is the first game that he's refing the Lakers, uh, this season. I'll go back to the 2019 and 2020 season. Uh, let's see. So, over the last four seasons, the Lakers are 12 and 8 against the spread when Scott Foster is officiating a regular season game for the Lakers. And then let's see, for the postseason, I think we have to treat this as a postseason game. And that span five and two against the spread are the Lakers uh in the postseason since the 2019-2020, uh sorry, 2019-2020 season uh with the Lakers. So just, just some food for thought there on why Scott Foster may be officiating this Lakers game here tonight. Uh, all right, McKee, let's get to player props right. here. What are we liking? 
Well, gotta stick with the stars for my first pick, and I'm gonna go LeBron James, 35 and a half points and assists. Uh, his minutes from the semi. Final, he played over uh, 40 minutes in the victory over the Suns, which is the only time he has played over 40 minutes in regulation this season. He wants that NBA Cup, so I think LeBron is going to play a lot of minutes again in this game. Um, and it's going to be one of these games where the stars shine tonight. So while I like the under in the game total, I uh, like lebron to go off tonight so i don't know i was I, I i couldn't decide between the points or points plus assists what are you thinking uh do you have a lean on lebron i think for braun I, I i i couldn't talk you off of if you wanted to go pra for him or if you just want to take rebounds and assist as well um yeah. i like you mentioned i, I do I expect I would take all of them yeah i think you mentioned that he played the 40 minutes and that's the most minutes that he's played i think that we might see a similar case here tonight as well that again with the spread of two this game is going to come down to the wire so he's going to be in that uh in the game at a minimum for 40 minutes um in last game like you mentioned 31 points eight rebounds 11 assists i i don't hate the either the rebounds and assist uh, to go over if you want to take points and assist or pra to go where i think this is definitely going to be a lebron game i also do like anthony davis in this game again the narrative of him going up against his former team in the Pelicans. And he's done historically pretty well over his career against the Pelicans since he got traded to the Lakers. But, but even if you take a look at what he's done during the regular season over his last five games here, I'm just going to quickly read this off. So against the Sixers, that was a blowout game. He only had 17 and 11. But since then, 28 and 16 rebounds, 31 points, 14 rebounds, 27 points, 14 rebounds, and 27 points, 15 rebounds. Those so I'm, I'm, numbers. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to either his points and rebounds to go over 39 and a half, or just look at his rebounds here tonight. If it's at 12 and a half, I'm yeah, it's at 12 and a half. It's a little bit juiced at minus 135. But I do think that this is gonna be a game where I think it might be a brick fest. And again, uh you really want to limit the second chance opportunities when you're trying to win a ball game of this magnitude. So uh, looking at AD points and rebounds to go over or just his rebounds to go over at 12 and a half. Uh, what else you got? Well, uh, I'm going to get away from the stars and I'm going to go with a Trey Murphy prop. Cause as I mentioned, he's been looking great in his two yep. games back with the team. He played 30 minutes uh, in that game against the Kings and had 16 points. He's had 18 points in his first game back against the Spurs. He averaged uh, 14 and a half points per game last season. And I'm seeing his points prop at only uh, 12 and a half right now. So um, I like him to go over that. He's hit that in those last two games back. I think he plays a good 30 minutes again this game. Yep. And uh, that's a pretty low uh, point total to hit for him. His uh, uh, three point prop is at two and a half in the two games that he has returned. Uh, four of 10 from three point land against the Spurs, and then three of eight against the uh Sacramento Kings. So, a majority of his points are coming from the three point line. Um, so eight of 13 attempts have come from the three point line against the Kings, and then 10 of his 13 attempts uh came from the three point line as well uh, against the Spurs. So, I think that for a guy that or for two players on this team in Zion and Brandon Ingram, that guys that can attack the basket, 
and maybe the defense collapse on those two guys that guys like Trey Murphy should be open for those open three-point shots whether it's in the corner or at the at the wing you know three-point line so I do like I do like the call of 12 and a half points for him to go over also look at his uh, three-pointers to go over as well at two and a half um do you have anything else as far as player props that's all I got for this game I was looking at Alvarado, maybe him coming off of the bench and getting a couple steals here. I mean, we know what he likes to do is kind of hide in those corners yeah. and attack yeah. you from behind. For him to get just get a couple of those here, last game, yeah, yeah. Um, it's at half right now. It's it is at minus one forty. Um, so maybe that could be like a same game parlay uh, piece that if you want to put a uh, SGP together for this game, I think that's a great leg to have in there as well. But I like that, I'm going to build one after this. Yeah, I think that was pretty much all I had for this game uh, as well. All right, so there we go. Two games here uh, for the semifinals, our picks there. So, McKee, let's do our lock and dog or best bets, whatever you want to give out, and then we'll do our underdog fantasy entry <clears throat> for the the, the playing tournament, uh, sorry, this in-season tournament semifinals here. Uh, you want to lead us off with your best bets? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start with my dog i am going to i like both dogs uh, tonight uh, i've already said but i'll go with the uh bigger dog of uh, pacers to win plus 170 yeah beat the bucks so i'm gonna go ahead and take that and then my best bet is going to be who i feel like i'm gonna I'm going to go ahead and go with that Trey Murphy number since it's so low. I really like LeBron and Giannis to go over their points totals tonight. But yeah, um, yeah I'll say Trey Murphy is my best bet uh, over 12 and a half points. Perfect. All right. For my lock, I am going to go with the under in the Pelicans and Lakers game. Um, I really do like the Lakers tonight. Or sorry. Yeah, tonight as well. But I think this is going to be a game where we do see the defenses, you know, step up. I think from the tip, I think it's going to be one of those 1990s type of games here. I think this total is way too high. Um, traditionally, this season, we've seen the Lakers trend towards the under uh, in their games, and it's been because of their defense. And like we also mentioned, we talked about the Pelicans getting guys like Herb Jones and Trey Murphy and Jose Alvarado back. Those are your top defensive guys for this Pelicans team. So I think that this is going to be a great X's and O's matchups and see how the, both of these coaches adjust in game. I'm, I'm seeing a low 215, 220 type of game here as a final score mm -hmm. combined here. So I'll take the under 231 as my lock for my dog. I also do like the Pacers here tonight. Um I think that if the Pacers do win, it's going to be another big game from Halliburton, and I just love what I've seen from him. Um, I'm going to take an alt points on Halliburton here tonight. I'm going to go... Like uh, let's go 35-plus at plus 215 for Tyrese Halliburton here tonight. Again, McKee, it's a huge total at 257, and we mentioned it over and over again that we're expecting the stars to shine as they have been in these quarterfinals uh, games uh, leading into the semifinals here. And I know Halley recorded his first career triple-double in that game against the Boston Celtics. I know he only had 26 points in that game, but I think that 
the Bucks. He didn't really start getting aggressive until the second half. The second half, yeah. So I know, if he starts um, out aggressive in this one, I can see the are all points hitting. Yeah, and then also towards the end of the game, I mean, he was the guy that was making all the plays and getting all the baskets for the uh, Pacers, so I expect the ball to be in his hands for sure when it comes to the end of the game. And again, if they are up, are the Pacers, his ball, or he's going to have the ball in his hands uh, for those free throws, whether it's him or Buddy Heald. So uh, I like Tyrese Halliburton to shine here tonight. 35-plus points, that plus 215 uh, for him here tonight. Um, Giannis, 40-plus of that, plus 215, but I'll stay away from that. I'll just stick with Halley here tonight. I love Halley. Uh, all right, Mickey, let's put together our underdog fantasy entry here tonight. Uh, oh, Kaysen right. also uh, puts in his lock and dog, uh, as he usually does. Uh, he's got Giannis uh, over points prop as his lock, and then he's taking um, the alt-under as his dog for the New Orleans Pelicans and the Lakers yeah, game. Yeah, it's right in line with what we were talking about. Yep, 100%. All right, uh, underdog fantasy. We'll put together our entry here. Again, if you don't have an account just yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head to underdogfantasy.com. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN. You'll get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100 uh, using promo code SGPN. All right, McKee, where do we want to start with our entry here tonight? I really like your call about Bruce Brown. You want to throw him in there? Sure. Uh, what is his uh, points and Point, rebounds? Come 17 and a half. Yep, let's go for it. All right, so we like that. Um, what about a Giannis prop? If we think he's going to eat down low tonight? Yeah, do we want to go points and rebounds, or do we want to go just rebounds? What is Points and rebounds. Points and rebounds is at 46 and a half, and his rebounds are at uh, uh, 12. Ooh, I kind of like I kind of like what you were saying about rebounds, but I do think he's going to score a lot of points tonight. What are you feeling yeah. better about? I mean, I don't. I I could make an argument for both of them. Um, let's go points let's and rebounds. Do, yeah, all right, we'll do that. Oh, did you want to just do rebounds? No, no, let's do points and rebounds again. I, I, okay. I again, Kaysen's has his uh, lock as um. On the over on his points, I think it's another yeah. big night for Giannis as well. Uh, so, yeah, we'll go points and rebounds, 46 and a half. We'll go higher on that. Um, and then what else did we like here for tonight? You want to go Trey like Murphy? LeBron props or Trey Murphy? Which would you so, rather go with? LeBron, um, I mean, they have a little bit. Of, they have everything for Braun. So 28 and a half points for Braun. Rebounds and assists are at 15 and a half. Points and assists are at 35 and a half. Points and rebounds are at 36 and a half. Um, ADs, rebounds are at 13. I don't hate that. I mean, I could see a world where Trey Murphy is cold early on and yeah. then he doesn't get as much playing time. I mean, he's he's been hot so far, so I don't expect that. But I could see where, whereas we know that LeBron is going to play 40 minutes even if he's cold. Yeah, so let's do LeBron. You want to do PRA, 43 and a half? Yeah, let's go with that. All right, perfect. So there's our three-pick entry for the underdog fantasy uh, entry for tonight for the semifinal games. Once again, we're going Bruce Brown, points and rebounds, higher 17 and a half. We're going points and rebounds, 46 and a half, higher for Giannis. And then LeBron James, points and, uh, sorry, points, rebounds, and assist. PRA 43 and a half. We're going to go higher on that. A hundred dollar entry will get you a return if you go three out of three. 
of a payout of $600 over on Underdog Fantasy. Again, if you don't have an account, make sure you get over there. Come join the fun with us, underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN, 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Should be a lot of fun tonight for these two semifinal games. Again, keep in mind that that first game for the Pacers and Bucks does tip off at 5 o'clock Eastern, so don't miss out on the picks um, for that game. McKee, anything else you want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here? That's it. Just thanks so much for Kaysen and being in on our chat and keeping us busy here. Oh, yeah. Kaysen is, is uh, he's down with our crew for sure. Uh, appreciate Kaysen, as always, uh, joining the chat and everybody else that has uh, joined the chat as well. If the 55 of you watching right now, do us a favor, smash that like button for us as well on your way out. And again, if you haven't already subscribed to the NBA Gambling Podcast, YouTube channel, please go ahead and do so. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at the usual time uh, with Scott and Terrell to break down the Friday schedule. And maybe we'll do a special pod uh, maybe Friday night uh, with Lante for the finals, and we'll find out who is going to be uh, in the finals, and we'll break down that game as well. Make sure to follow McKee on X. That's at me, Ryan McKee. You can follow me on Twitter as well at sportsnerd824 you can follow the uh, nba gambling podcast twitter account at sgpnnba all right good luck with your bets here tonight let's break these books off and let it ride yeah baby basketball gimme 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 the ball because i'm gonna Give me, give me the ball because I'm going